Hey guys, welcome to crazy scenarios that may happen in this sick world. A podcast where we explore real life scenarios that could happen to you. Have you ever wondered what you would do if you discovered your wife was secretly selling her underwear online? Or if you suspected your baby is a racist? I'm Jerry, and up until this point, I've done nothing with my life worth mentioning. And I'm Ben! Is that it? Yeah. Sit back, relax, and strap on your seatbelt as we discuss, dissect, and discuss again crazy scenarios that may happen in this sick world so that when you find yourself stuck in such pickles, you'll know exactly what to do. Oh yeah! This week we'll be discussing the theme of incarceration. Ben, have you ever been to jail? No, never. Do you reckon you can handle it though, if you went in? Probably not. I'm quite short in stature, so I could be an easy target. I'm sure you've heard of Louis Theroux. Oh yeah, that weird lanky guy. During lockdown, I binged on his past documentaries, and one of the ones which I was kind of taken back by was the one around the Miami Mega Jail. Do you remember that? I think I saw a few clips of it. So basically, the gist was, Louis visits this huge prison in Miami, um, houses like tens of thousands of people um, charged for a range of crimes. So technically, they're innocent. Um, but what I was really surprised to find about was the, really, the strange, odd traditions that happen on the inside. It seems like you will have a really bad time if you're a snitch. Oh yeah, no one likes a snitch. Snitches get stitches. So I got to thinking, what would you do, a middle class guy from Surrey, if you found yourself in the Miami Mega Jail? Sing like a canary. <laughs> I don't want to get butt plugged in. I guess if it really happened, I guess you've got to size up who are the individuals, what the situation is, what I've realised from watching pros like Prison Break and all these kind of prison dramas you see on TV is you can't look weak. You can't you know, project yourself in a way that makes you look like a victim and vulnerable. So I think mean, one of the main things is just make sure that you kind of look like you can hold your own. Um, now me, being someone of a short stature, I have to compensate even more and maybe, maybe make myself look a bit crazy. <laughs> How'd you go about doing that? I could cannon, all right. Because I could be an easy target. They might think, oh, this guy is nothing. He's like five foot, five, six. Like, I'd have to, you know, make sure that I'm not looking scared. Even though I might be scared, I might be shitting myself. I probably would be, uh, as would most people in a, in a new environment. Rough guys, people in there for murder, rape. And uh, you don't want to be one of those victims. <laughs> so... <laughs> Especially the latter. So I would like to... Oh, you'd rather get murdered than raped. <laughs> yeah! God, uh, imagine that. Your ass would never be the same. Perfect. This is the scenario. Before you obviously go to jail, you have to be accused of a crime. And I was thinking, what's the most Ben type thing you can get arrested for if you go to Miami? So I came up with this. So you're on holiday in Miami. You're chilling. You're yep. hungry. So you decide to grab a hot dog. After munching it, you chuck the wrapper out into the street. At the same time, a policeman spots you littering and arrests you on the spot. Down at the station, a clerical error leads to some bad luck as you're sent to jail and housed with rapists and murderers in one of Miami's biggest mega jails. Shit is about to go down. So you enter the jail and your cell has about 20 of the roughest looking dudes you've seen. 
and you're a complete unknown, you're British, as I said, you're short, you're not skinny, but you're different. And the first thing they do is challenge you for a beatdown. Are you familiar with a beatdown? I'm guessing they're looking to beat you up, and uh, it's up to you whether you get beaten up or hold your own. Yeah, correct. It's kind of like an initiation. So basically, the 20 guys in the cell, if they don't know you, they kind of test the kind of person you are, kind of character you are, if you're, if you're going to like rat on anyone, if you're good, are you trustworthy? They're basically trying to challenge you and they basically take it in turns to have a fights and you have to basically keep going. I heard about this. This happens in some of the Latino gangs. The gang kind of initiation, they do this. I don't know, this happened in prison as well. So um, typically, you enter the cell, the newbie would fight each man to show basically what he's about, to gain some respect. Of course, you can't kind of pussy out. There is that option. But that would probably result in damaging your reputation and probably lead you to some sort of serious consequences, especially if you're in jail. Might be somebody's bitch. Possibly. So your first scenario, you're challenged to a beatdown by the guys. What do you do? There's 20 of them. Hench, all of them bigger than you. Would you go for it? 20 of them? 20 of them. So what's what's the chance of me dying in this fight? It can happen. People have not recovered from these beatdowns. Considering you've not been in trouble, you've had a quite a clean life. I'm not judging you, as I said. You can take the easy way out. There's, there's different ways here. It's something to discuss. What Man, would you do? Like, I've had quite a lot of bad luck in my life. I've been having a hot dog and going to prison and uh, your life's <laughs> on the line. <laughs> you have to fight 20 guys. With all... <laughs> I think you're seasoned criminals. Seasoned criminals that potentially kill you in this one fight. Exactly. But at the same time, I don't think I could uh, fathom the idea of uh, being somebody's bitch either. So that's out of the question. So, so for me, the only two options is, is either fighting and maybe die, <laughs> or <laughs> being a snitch, or get well, found before, out for being... Before you, before you reach a conclusion, I just say, like, consider you have like a, quite a good life in London, all your family's over here, you're basically being arrested for the wrong thing. You don't know, you, you basically littered, fair enough, but you've been arrested and put into jail, which is quite harsh. You know you shouldn't be in there, so technically, you can take the easy way out, because you're probably thinking, oh, okay, I'm going to be in jail, but it might last like a few hours, it might last um, a couple of days. Why would I risk being beaten up? Why take the risk of being permanently blinded, or having ribs broken in, or basically your, I don't know, your feet getting mangled up, or your head getting caved in. Jeez. Potentially, because it can happen, and you know you know what a shiv is, right? Huh? What's shiv? A shiv is basically um, like a shank. You know what a shank is? Yeah. Yeah, it's basically that, a homemade weapon. So if some people in, in prisons use, like, yeah, like bits of plastic, yeah, they mould it to a bit of razor blade, and they basically stab you up. And that can happen. You can put, like, um, rocks into your pillowcase and attack you at night. So why would you why would you take the risk? Sometimes you can kind of bitch out. That's a, that's an option. That's a that's a that's, it's not going to be a judgment call. You're not you're not supposed to be in prison. You've been put in error. So technically, you could argue, potentially, I could be released within like a couple of hours or a couple of days. So maybe it's best to kind of like I don't know, bide my time. Maybe yeah, pair up with someone. What? Or, or not actually pair up with them. Pair up with someone. <laughs> <laughs> but you can basically, you can basically, you can make friends with someone like not in a sort of intimate way. Just you make friends with someone, you can basically take them. You can they can be taking you under your wing, or you can kind of like join a little gang or something. You don't necessarily have to be like, yeah, involved. Um, but yeah, you're protecting yourself. That's your problem. And that's what you can do. Yeah. Now that's not a scenario. You got to think about that. That's going through your head. 
Because you're not supposed true. to be in jail. You haven't been sentenced for years. It's true. It's true. I mean, think about it. You already made a point about, you know, why risk yourself? Why risk your life? Exactly. Especially if you don't know how long you're going to be there. You might be there for hours. It could be a week. It could be a month. That's it. Yeah. Why, why get seriously injured, permanently damaged? Yeah, but you could get your anus permanently damaged. <laughs> That's the worst case scenario. There's other things can happen. I mean, it doesn't. I'm sure not everyone in there are rapists. <laughs> yeah, but I don't know. It's just things I've seen on TV. Equally, you can kind of like you can kind of end up dead after this beatdown. You've seen. I'm sure you've seen Shawshank Redemption. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the sisters. Uh, Beware of the sisters. All these things go through your head, so you have to worry about self-preservation. That's the name of the game. It's true. Self. You got. You got. To survive, mm. so given given that it's very good, it's gonna be short term. So you can bitch out. Yeah. You can bitch, bitch out. out. You can bitch out, man. You bitch it out. So what happens then? So moving on, you bitched out. So you're going down that route now. So <laughs> I'm like bitched, bitched out. <laughs> <laughs> so you basically you've been arrested. Let's recap. You've been it's arrested. psychological, man. <laughs> <laughs> you've been arrested for like littering. You've had some bad luck. You've been thrown in jail. You kind of back down from the, the actual fight and you bitched out. <laughs> there he goes again, bitched out. You've been assigned a high bunk because of your bitching out. <laughs> but then you find out that your clean sheets have been replaced by someone underneath you who's got the better lower bunk who shattered his bed last night. And he wants you to basically have his sheets and him have your nice clean ones. But you can't do anything because you bitched out. You got to accept it. I ain't accepting that for shit. That's the, that's. Nah, no, <laughs> gonna turn to a fight. <laughs> you gotta take it. I ain't gonna take it. You gotta take it. Hey, can you sleep with somebody else's shit. <laughs> you gotta take that. You bitched out. That's like degrading. Exactly, but you bitched out. Yeah, but it doesn't that doesn't dictate the rest of how you're gonna stay there. It's just you bitched out of that situation. So you can say no, but the problem with saying no is that then you'll have to owe the guy a favor. Favor. Depends what the favour is. The guy's basically sleeping his own shit for your sake. He was sleeping his own shit? That's like my fault. That's his problem. You bitched out, man. You got the top bunk. Freaking hell. First I was like, how did you shit himself in the first place? I don't know. There's only one toilet. Maybe you had to go. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, that's basically how it is. That's the lay of the land. So, they shit on the bed. The guy said, take my sheets. You're like, no. It's too far, I don't want to do that. I'm not meant to be here. How do you think this stuff up? <laughs> it's just true stories, I've done research. Shit on the bed. So the guy's like, okay, fine. I won't give you I won't give you my soil sheets. But I want something in return. I said, fuck you, I'm gonna do something in return. You know what it is though, you gotta find out what it is. What? You know what it is, you've got no position. Why should I negotiate with this guy? <laughs> you, you got you gotta say yes. Otherwise you get in like a shit stained bed. No, I'll throw the freaking sheets on the on the floor. Well, I'll sleep with nothing. A mattress. The whole thing's soiled, man. It's seeped through. There's no mattress protector in prison. What? What do you think you are? It's not the Ritz. What do you mean the Ritz? Even that, there's even three-star accommodation. Like, three-star. <laughs> do, you think, do you think your prison is going to be a three-star accommodation? <laughs> <laughs> is there a kind of sorry mentality do you have? <laughs> They're bound to have. <laughs> Matches protectors. This is insane. This stuff is gonna happen all the time. It's gonna be like, yeah, protecting you know, that, and like you got your PlayStation next to like it. It's social shot redemption, right? Like it's in the I don't know, forties or fifties or whichever period it, that was based in. You're lucky if you get a mattress. 
like a mattress. Or well, just lie back on the spring. So anyway, the guy basically goes to you and says, Alright, fine. I'll um I'll I'll let you keep your sheets. But I want a favour. And that favour is I want your food tomorrow, your whole allowance. What am I gonna eat then? That's your problem. I need my strength. But if you if you don't give it to me, you'll get beaten up and you basically be hospitalised for months. Your eyes be poked out, you be literally can't walk. So you better have to so well, if you is this if the you, one guy? This is like one of the leaders in the group. Leaders in the group? Yeah. Oh shit. Now he's basically extorting you for your food. It's just plain extortion. So basically the guy who well, I refuse to kind of sleep in his bed sheets, <laughs> he's complaining to his leader. Yeah. And now, take yours, yeah. now I'm in trouble with the leader. No, he's the leader. He could be the leader. He could be a group of them like we're saying this. He's like, give me your sheets. You're like, no. You're like, fair enough. Give me your food. You can't say no to that. Otherwise you're getting beaten. Yeah, but the problem is... The moment you show a sign of weakness, there's just well, you show your sign of weakness. You can't go back now. What? You bitched out. Yeah, but this is before like the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> you can't, you can't go I just back. didn't want to get. I did. I wasn't too keen on you know getting into a fight with twenty big ass bastards that could kill me. Yeah, that, but that can happen now though. So you can be basically you're in the same position. Yeah, but I bought some time. <laughs> it can't be that survived way. another day. <laughs> Tell the tale. Perfect. These guys talking about my food. He wants your food. So basically, you get like you probably get breakfast, you probably get lunch, you probably get dinner, and these are kind of like basic rations. You probably get some bread, maybe some soup, carton of juice, maybe. And that's gonna go. That's gonna go. He's basically extorting you for your food, and you can get someone else. I mean, you can extort someone yourself if you want to. But basically, your 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 rations is going to him, and he's gonna provide protection for you. Oh, so he's saying he's gonna provide. Protection. He'll look after you in prison. Is this not, in a, you... not in a sexual way, but he'll look after you as and make sure you basically don't get picked on, you don't get any any trouble. But you have to provide him with your food. Oh, is that the price? If, that, if it's in that, if it's that quantity, then I'll be up for that because one of the most important things is to get the protection of a group if you can, if you're kind of prime target. So. You know what I mean? Like he's going to be around the clock, he's not Superman. But basically, yeah, yeah, but at least at least he'll look after you in your cell. In your cell, but you'll basically have to give him all your food. Seems quite a small price to get all that. But potentially, you can live without food for a few days. You might only be in prison for what? A few days? Yeah, I, I can't imagine you have like a massive appetite when you're in, when you're in jail. <laughs> you still need to eat. Exactly, but I say you can probably get the scraps. You probably think about eat because you know food is one of the pleasures in the world, and you're in prison. That's probably one of the things that you hope to kind of. Get you got nothing else. I know, but at the same time, I'm sure you could probably get away with having like one, one and a half meals a day. Even then, if you're giving your main meals away, you could probably get some scraps, get some crusts. Scraps. <laughs> <laughs> you can live. We got to think about self-preservation is the main, the main goal here. You can go to the bin, get some scraps. You might get some beans or something. The bin. Yeah, you can get something. You're gonna survive, man. That's what, that's what it's about. Yeah, I guess so. But you look at you think about your protection. So at the moment, you kind of avoided a beatdown. Yeah. You avoided like some sort of shit saying's um, bed to sleep in for the rest of the, the time. And now you're getting protection, but you have to give your food up. That's the only thing you have. You've got food, daily food. Is this for one day? It's for the time being. What do you mean for the time? There's no limit as to when it ends. Well, you're not supposed to be in jail for long. Still. I could be there for weeks, months. But, but same thing. Imagine if you get beaten up and you lose your eye. Then you can't see for the rest of your life. These are the crazy scenarios you'll find yourself in. That's a valid point. I don't fool about this stuff so seriously. <laughs> this is why this is worthwhile discussing. <laughs>
I think, uh, yeah. So you go for the protection? I go for the protection. So fine. So the next day, you find yourself in the shower. Oh, no. You're minding your own business. You're kind of like losing a bit of power, losing a bit of um, sleep in a different place and everything. So you're, you're tired. I like food. <clears throat> no food. Exactly. You can't get coffee in here. There's no Starbucks. That's right. Suddenly, like a 400 pound inmate called Mr. Fridge. 400 pounds? Comes in the fridge. Comes in. Jeez the- <laughs> <laughs> Louise. Somebody sat on me. <laughs> you're alone. And oh. you get butt raped. Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's no mention of. He threatens to but real. He, he just came work. in. He just came in. You're minding your business. And he just came in. Yeah. What are you going to do? You can't say no. Of course I'm going to say no. I ain't going to freaking lay down and lie. Say- <laughs> yes, please enter. Always welcome. <laughs> Fuck that. I ain't doing that shit for no one. I'd rather die. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. There can't is resist. no GDPR. There is no right to access. You can <laughs> resist, but you can't, like, um, you can't literally. You're, you're, you're tired. You're weak. You're five foot six. You're not like, you're not this huge, this guy like triple the size of you. What literally can you do? You just got to grin and take it. Yeah, I'm just thinking what available weapons are. All I can think is soap. That's probably some sort of lubricant, but what else is, <laughs> what else is, what else is like a weapon? Um, what else could you have with it? You have nothing. Shank. You have nothing. You can't walk around in a shank. In the prison, you get, you get, you get taken down by the guards. So basically, Mr. Fridge basically takes you in, and after a couple of you get you get butt rape. And so after, this is a fact. This actually happens. This happens. Yeah, oh, you basically man. it happens. It's day two, day two of your your jail sentence, and then basically you become Mr. Fridge's property. What? I ain't becoming no one's property. You become his property. I ain't holding his pocket. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Yeah, have you not seen it in prison break? I haven't seen prison break. Well, basically, it's a widely known thing in American prisons. When you're somebody's bitch, but in some cases, they as a as a symbol, the 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 dominant person has their their pocket inside out. So imagine the pocket is exposed; it's outside, and the bitch basically holds onto the pocket, and they basically walk behind them, holding their pocket. Oh, sick! And it looks really pathetic. You don't <laughs> want to be in that position. Well, that's where you find yourself on day two. I ain't doing that, man. No way. You're with, you're with Mr. Fridge now. Time goes by, a couple of hours here, a couple of hours there, and Mr. Fridge tells you something. He tells you he's got some drugs. But these aren't any, any normal drugs. You Wait, so know. this is the same guy who's violated me? Yeah. He's got some special drugs. This is estrogen. What? Estrogen. Oh, if you're saying what I think you're saying, this is messed up. So basically, Mr. Fridge comes to you and says, I'm going to inject you with estrogen, so you can grow some boobs. What the hell? Or, he'll basically pimp you up. What? To his friends, in the prison. And you'll become like some sort of prison whore. (laughs) (laughs) This sounds like it actually does happen. This does happen. Oh my god. So, okay, what would you do? Not cooperate. (laughs) The guy who freaking violated me, my, uh, I think I'm going to be full of hate at this point. I know, um, but then you've got to think about your self-preservation again. You're basically probably going to be there for another 24 hours, 48 hours max. So potentially, this injection which comes, which will come in um, illegally, you don't know how potent it is. It's probably been smuggled in. It can't be that. Exactly. It could be dangerous. It could, could be dangerous. It could be dangerous, but at the same time, 
when you come out, which is going to be in hours potentially, you can probably get the antidote. You can go straight to the hospital saying, can you cure me? That's like best case scenario. That's best case scenario. That's best case scenario. Worst case scenario is basically in prison for uh, six months. You grow some boobs and you basically become some sort of, um, I don't know, fancy boy. Damn. It's a tough life, man. You're regretting having that hot dog now. Yeah, but I've got another one inserted inside me. Damn. <laughs> so, yeah. So, basically, you got you got to wear it up. So, now you belong to Mr. Fridge. Forget your, your, your safe haven of your cell. Now you're basically owned by Mr. Fridge. And he has the power to basically pimp you out to the other prison inmates. And you could be up for anything there. What you could be up for anything. <laughs> you have no say. You could be, like, passed around like a ragdoll. What the hell? This is so messed up. This happens, man. This happens. It's so there's no joke. Tell me so that. I don't know. If I was you, I'd be thinking, thinking again of my self-preservation, which is the key, name of the game. And secondly, is like if I'm coming out in a couple of days, worst case a week, I can probably reverse it, or it'll have a little effect because it can't be just one miraculous um, um, injection which basically grows instant boobs. It doesn't work like that. Yeah, it's gonna take some time. It's gonna take like weeks, months. But you're starting that process. <laughs> so uh, is there like a deadline for me to agree to his demand? I ain't gonna tell you right there and then, man. Huh? I'm gonna tell you right there and then. Yeah. No, I'd have to refuse it. I'll tell him how I think about it. I need to. <laughs> I, need, I need to. I need to weigh up the risks involved here. <laughs> there risks. Well, yeah. The risk goes the other way. You can basically get him passed around. That's uh, the risk. He basically says you got one thing or the other. He's basically broken you in, like physically and <laughs> I guess mentally as well. You sound like you've done a lot of research on this. <laughs> you're a semi-expert. You know what goes down. <laughs> Bloody hell. It's all in the documentary. <laughs> and I guess I did some extra reading. Um, extra reading? Did <laughs> <laughs> you get a book on this? Jeez. Yeah, so, so literally, you're basically, you're in a pickle. Yeah, I mean, I just can't, I, I can't get my head around that. I, I, I don't think I'll be able to do it. Is he, is he telling me when's the next one? How often? I've... From my knowledge, I would imagine you probably need a series of these booster shots to kind of actually have any effect. So it's not going to be, as I said, it's not going to be an instant. Yeah, you take the, take the, 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 the drugs and you, you grow boobs overnight. Realistically, one injection shouldn't make much difference. And I believe every human being has some part of estrogen in them anyway. Yeah, Obviously, it'd be a small amount. So it'd be a boost to that, but what's the worst that can happen? It'd be a serious case of man boobs, but there won't be anything else. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is totally messed up. No, I'd have to refuse, because this guy's just gonna. I'm just gonna. It's just you can't refuse, I'm not saying that's wrong, but the other hand is like, if you do refuse, know, the then you're becoming like a pimped out. Pimped out prison. Um, yeah, but he's gonna probably try and force me somewhere, and I'll just fight, have to fight back. He has to realize that I'm not gonna just like lay down and take it because once you do that, then you're just gonna be like a just a downward trend. It's, things are just gonna keep coming up, keep coming up. So I have to show that I'm gonna fight. I'm not gonna easy easy target. That's true. That's a really good point. The majority, probably nine out of ten people, or not probably maybe less than that. Maybe seven out of ten people probably go with the option of sticking an injection in. I think if I was to refuse, he may gain some respect for me and then may change his tact and may think I'm more useful. You know, but what is? In what way? 
I don't know. Do the raping for him? No, but he might. He might. He may rethink. Or he might just like literally start pimping you around, as he as he claims. Wow. And then you start. I don't know. Going around to the different blocks. I don't know. <laughs> different blocks. It's not like a flat. <laughs> no. These are restrictions. <laughs> I don't know. All I've all I've heard is like guards do get bribes to kind of look the other way. Oh, and you th- think about it, you're staying in, in a room with like 20 guys. They're away from any wives or girlfriends. They have needs. If Mr. Fridge says you're the person to satisfy their needs, who are they to judge themselves against that? What do you mean, who are they to judge themselves? They're the one who's doing all these sick, <laughs> twisted things. I know, but you, you can't basically get a free pass. Nah, man. I'm going to have to find a friend that can get me a shank. What friend? What friend? You have no one. You know, you're, you're, well, I'll make one. <laughs> That's fine, you can, you can reject it, fine. That's cool. So basically, you say no, but then you become a prison whore. What? How do they get from saying no to a prison whore? Because that's basically the option. You basically take the estrogen. Yeah, but a prison whore is a process. You have to be passed around and be successful. Yeah, but Mr. 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 Fridge has that. He has the power to do that. Well, so you're saying, fine, you're not, coming in, you're not becoming like one of the, um, the fancy boys. That's cool. But then the other well, option fancy, is... You make it sound like they're getting some prestige between the fancy boy. Oh, this exclusive fancy boy. <laughs> it is a VIP club. But, fair enough, you can't do that. But then the other option is you have to get passed around. That's what Mr. Fridge said. Mr. Fridge owns the... He don't own me for shit. Well, he does, he, he, does, doesn't, he does in jail. I said, well, I refuse to be owned. We have no choice. I do have a choice. Everyone's got a choice. The other choice is probably like killing yourself. Huh? But you can't end it there. You got your family. You got your, you got your friends back in the UK. You know you'll be out in a couple of, couple of days... Hours, potentially hours. Oh, potentially hours. Like, it won't I be could, long. You I could be long. changed for life in a, in a couple of days. Or, so like, could I, be, I may never be the same. I may be useless in the outside world after all this exactly, that's true. stuff has happened. That's true as well. But you may not even see the outside world if you don't do this. I don't know. I don't think I'll be able to do it. We can reject Mr. Fridge. That's fine. So just to recap, you've been arrested for littering. You've been placed into a cell. You rejected the, the beatdown, and effectively, bitched out. <laughs> You've been extorted for your food. You're weak. You're vulnerable. You then met, met Mr. Fridge, or he's met you, I should say. <laughs> he's told you to take some drugs. You said no. Politely declined. But the consequence is that now you've been passed around to the other guy in prison. So, 12 hours later, you get a note and it reads that someone wants to meet you and have a conjugal visit. A what? Conjugal visit. Do you know what a conjugal visit is? No. It's basically when someone meets you from the outside for some sort of sexual relations. What? Really? This happens between wives, girlfriends. Oh, they must have a, like a connection with the guards. No, it happens. It's like a sort of space. Oh, it's legitimate. Yeah, yeah. Oh wow! Obviously, we're sneaking like a woman. <laughs> well, I thought there's probably like a guard like, has a favor and gives him a room okay. somehow. I don't know. No one's looking. Maybe in the toilets. But anyway, this guard passes <laughs> you a note, and it reads that an eccentric millionaire. He's heard of your plight and offers you to kind of get this lawyer who can get you out of jail. However, in order to do this, you need to do two things. Oh, here we go. First thing is, meet this man who's 80 years old. 
in a wheelchair and perform a nude lap dance for him. What? And the second thing is... Wait, I'm in prison! I'm in prison! He'll come to visit you in his conjugal visit centre. And the second thing is to give him a hand job. But you've got to think about it. He's going to get you out. Literally, that's 99% sure that if you do this, you'll be out of prison the next day. Because his, his lawyer will basically see the wrong paperwork was filed. This guy should not be in prison. He should be out back on his plane back to the UK. You'll be literally going out of the doors the next... Within hours, I would imagine, if you carry out these two two tasks. So what do you do? I do a lap dance and a hand job. But this time, you've been pimped out. So you basically probably been seen about two, three guys um, <laughs> in various different tasks. There's not much of a stretch just doing this. Yeah, you're just meeting this guy. <laughs> in yourself, like, prostituting yourself, but for a good cause. <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's already happened, I guess. Uh, You'll do it. Yeah, what else can you do? Like, it's like you stand as a drop now. <laughs> <laughs> it's like when you go on a diet and like you've like had that fried chicken, and then you thought, oh, "I've had a fried chicken, I might as well have a donut." <laughs> Fair enough. So you agreed to do the lap dance and the hand job. A hand job on an old man. That's gonna be hard work. What can you do, man? You need to get out and survive another day. Self-preservation, as you said. That is the name of the game. Exactly. Fair enough. Basically, that's it. You do your deed. Well, deeds. <laughs> and then your papers get checked. And yeah, they find out the error and you're released. So you're holiday to Miami for a couple of weeks. Turned into some crazy week-long ordeal in jail. Potentially, you could have come a tranny. But you avoided that situation. But you did become a prison whore. Passed around between pillar to post. So I was only there in the end, a week? A week. Hindsight's a bitch. I should have took that injection. You should have done but, <laughs> but that injection, injection could have killed me. Don't know That's what's true. in that injection. So you turn, return home to sorry, but you're a changed man. A changed man forever. And that's why these situations are good to discuss, because now you know what to do. So going back to the original question I asked, do you think you can handle jail? I don't think I could, but... I'd have to some if I was to go in prison. I have to find some way of surviving. But you have. That's what you didn't hear. Huh? You bitched out. You did some crazy stuff. <laughs> but you're still walking. Unfortunately, when you sit when you sit down, it does hurt. But <laughs> that's just the consequences of prison life. When you bitch out. Any last thoughts? What have you learned? I never want to go to prison, ever. Well, I hope you knew that before. <laughs> <laughs> it's not like that's like an aspiration to avoid prison. <laughs> Anyways. You lose. So that about wraps it up for another episode. One big announcement before we go. We have a new Instagram page. Perfect. Find us at Crazy Scenarios Podcast. Uh, details will be in the description below. They will be posting snippets of sick sick things as well as previews of upcoming episodes. So make sure you add us, like us, follow us, and of course, subscribe to us. And we'll catch you next time on crazy scenarios that may happen in this sick world. Sick, sick world.